welcome to The Debatables. Um, I am your host, Tamika Young, with my co-host. Alonzo Young. And also my husband. Um, And so this episode, um, we're going to be talking about a little, a, a very touchy subject. Um, and we're going to call this episode Baby Mama Drama. <laughs> Baby Mama Drama. Now, before we start again, I repeat this on every episode. Myself nor my husband, we are not experts in any of these fields. We are not therapists. We only speak on our experiences and what we are going through, what we're currently going through in our day to day life. Right. Yeah. Well, we have gone through our experience. Basically, just speaking on our experiences. Exactly. And hopefully, our experiences can help your experiences, <laughs> whatever you're going through, because uh, it helps to know. I mean, you're not the only one going through something like yeah, that. Yeah, that that saying? helps. It really yeah. does. Um, and so, um, and I also want to say before we get started, this is not to bash anyone. Um. No, not at all. At all. Like this is not this is us just talking about our experience with this situation and how we deal with it um within our marriage or within our relationship as well as how we individually see or our views on this topic. Yeah. Right. And we'd like to hear your views. I mean, if you have a similar experience or, you know, going through something like that, it'd be nice for you to share it so we can hear from you i mean i want to hear other people's stories too yeah he wants he wants to help maybe you can help out help out (laughs) give some advice because we're down for taking advice as well as giving it all right and so since you named this uh episode uh, i'm gonna let you be the lead on this one me be the lead yeah yeah because you were hoping i would be the lead ask the questions whatever i don't okay all right so let's do let's do it like this then so um, let's just like do like a little backstory, right? So Alonzo and I met years ago, like in 07. We both have children from previous relationships. We are married now, but we both have children um, from previous relationships and just dealing with the experience of, I say co-parenting. He doesn't say co-parenting, but I say co-parenting with someone outside of your current relationship. Yeah. Um, sometimes that can be very hard, very difficult, especially when um, there are communication barriers, right? Um, especially when there um, is still situations where people are holding on to the past or they don't seem to um, want to move on from certain situations. And so it can cause issues, um, not comes, within a relationship, but just cause issues for an individual. To, yeah, when it comes to that parent's relationship with their child. Basically. Basically. When you don't let bygones be bygones. You don't let the, like you said, the past, you keep living in the past. Um, You know what I'm saying? Once your relationship's over, all it is about is the kid. It should be about the child, right? Should be. It should be. It should be. You still have a child out of the relationship. The relationship between you and the parent is over. Mm -hmm. But you guys still have a child. Mm -hmm. So you have the responsibility to be a parent to that child, both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, typically, typically the the power goes to the woman, right? When it comes to the child, the child goes mm-hmm. to the woman. Especially if the couple was not married. 
Especially if. Especially if, yes. Problem in the state of South Carolina is if you weren't married, basically, the father has no rights, no rights. whatsoever. Mm-hmm. He just, except for financial. <laughs> what do you call it? Financial. Yeah, then that, those aren't rights. You have financial responsibility. Mm-hmm. That's it. So, and not to say that you're not supposed to, but that the way that they look at it is like they don't give. It's more of taxation purposes mm-hmm. they turn a, a man into income mm-hmm. for the state basically it's another way to turn him into income i look at it uh, i mean i agree inc- but i'm like i'm saying like that's what i'm saying like they turn it into a financial thing where you know a, the they woman, make money off of you exactly <laughs> and then if you if you don't pay it then you know you go to jail which they still can make money over you because you go to jail and you have to work for the state work for the state um or they take your license so then you don't you harder. can't yeah, yeah so you can't work because you don't have a license so you again you get locked up to work for them so it's like a whole cycle and process um i i've i've never threatened um amir's father to put him on child support I think I mentioned it to him once, but that's because I was getting ready to move out of state and I wanted to go through the courts in order to do that so that to, to so that he wouldn't give me any hassle when it was came time for me to take a mirror out of state. Mm-hmm. That was the only and that was years ago. And that was the only time I said anything to him about putting him on child support. I didn't leave out of state and I've never threatened him with child support. I've never attempted to go down here and put him on child support. Because for me, again, this is my opinion, for me um, and her, for me, her and him, I feel that her relationship with her father, whether he provides for her financially or not, her relationship with her father is what's the most important to me. What's the, I've never, never not allowed him to see Amir. I threatened him once with that, but that's because he got in some trouble and I, you know, said basically like if with that's the, the yeah with the law, and I basically told him if that's the type of type of life that you're going to live, then there would be restrictions on when and how you can see our daughter. That was the only time I've ever threatened him, but it was never because oh you don't got money this week you can't see her. It was never like a situation like her like that. Now me and him have had our disagreements or our back and forths about him not supporting her financially when I like really needed him to. Um, but usually with me and him, if once I get in his ass, then he does right. Yeah, but you treat him like a human being. Yeah, but I treat him like a human being. And I never, I never use a mirror as a pawn. I never use her as a crutch to be able to say, you can't, oh, you can't give me nothing financially. Okay, then you can't see your, your daughter. I've never done that. And, and I think a part of that, the reason why I'm like that, I don't know, I guess I have common sense, but at the same time, I was a child who didn't grow with her father and went through the same. I went through the situation as a child, yeah. you know, so I know how that is. I know how that feels. Um, and so I, I would never do that because it just doesn't make any sense. And it doesn't hurt me. It doesn't hurt him. It hurts her in the long run because that's the relationship, whether me and him it were together can. or not. Huh? I said it can. It can hurt you and it can hurt him. But. Overall, the most important person is the child. Is the child? It was. It's her. So it really doesn't matter how I'm feeling or how he's feeling. Like as long as she has a relationship with both of her parents, that's yeah. what was important to me, and it always has been. 
But that's not the case for everybody. No, that is not the case <laughs> for everybody. <laughs> to some people, a child is like a, you said a pawn. They use them as a control method mm-hmm. to try to control the other parent. Mm-hmm. And in my case, it doesn't work. Anymore. Anymore. Yeah, it, it did work for a while, mm-hmm. I would say, because... It used to bother me, but that was really a problem with myself, I, I would say. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, I used to worry a lot about what people think or... Damn. I, say, I used to worry a lot about what people thought of me. Or not even just... Well, yeah, people. And I used to worry about what my son would think, too. Mm-hmm. I used to worry about... Uh, I'm thinking that I was, like, abandoning him or whatever the case may be. But growing up and as time has passed, I started to realize that, like, the truth is is really powerful. If you're not a bad person, if you're not (laughs) uh, ducking your child or avoiding your child or anything like that, then there's, like, nothing. People can say whatever they want, but it'll show through no matter what. Over time, it'll show through if a person is looking for truth. We've had a problem since, I guess, day one, since the relationship ended. What, me and you? No, not me and you. Oh, okay. Me and my child's mom. Mm Mm-hmm. She's always used our son against me as, like, you said, a control piece, whatever. You're not going to be with me or whatever if you're not going to do what I tell you to do or, you know, succumb to whatever I say you're supposed to do, then you won't see your child. And it's been that way for, what, almost 10 years now, right? A little bit more than 10 years. Here in 10 of July. <sighs> so what this made you... Huh? Uh, what were you about to say? So what made you finally, like, put your foot down, like, like I'm not going to allow... I'm not going to allow my child's mother to... I'm not going to allow her to use my son against me I don't know it wasn't uh, um, just one thing it's, it's just stuff over time especially once I realized how it was affecting me as a person like I said I used to let it bother me a lot and it would be on my mind constantly and it would affect how I was as a person as well like I'd be easily agitated with other people and stuff like that. I was treating you wrong because I was worried about my son and all kinds of other things, relationship with my son. So I don't know. It was just a point in time where I realized that I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to let stuff bother me. I don't know. One one of the, the main things I noticed, all right, so... Backstory, uh, they moved to California mm-hmm. when he was a baby. He was Not baby. even one yet, right? He might have been one. I honestly don't remember dates and all that stuff, but they moved to California. I live in South Carolina. So they moved out there for like, what, three years? And at first I would call and stuff to try to talk to him, and she would make excuses or and it was the point where she just stopped answering the phone. So I stopped calling and stuff. She would come over 
or this summer sometimes come back to South Carolina and instead of letting me see him or whatever she would go take him to her friends and stuff like that and then maybe one day or a couple hours let me see him stuff like that she wouldn't <sighs> be honest I'm telling you that's gonna it's, that's going to help That's rough. It is rough thinking about this stuff. It is. It is. That's what I'm saying. I already knew it was going to be a touch. It's going to be touchy. Yeah. It is touchy. You got this. I do. And ain't nothing wrong being vulnerable. Nothing wrong. Cause that, you're not the only one going through that. You're not yeah. the only person. Hard to talk about some stuff. Go ahead. Yeah, one, let me see him come vacation or whatever just treat me like crap basically you know what i'm saying so it made me realize that even though you have a kid and all that stuff you think you bring a kid in this world you're supposed to be this great dad you have the kid with the wrong person it can really cause a lot of stress and turmoil in your life stuff like that it's like completely changed or look at like having children and stuff because no matter what like, even you're the father, whatever the case, like, you literally have no say-so whatsoever. You have a woman that is really angry or bitter at you. What was the question? What made it, What made it, me decide to not let her? Mm-hmm. Allow her to, to, uh, to use him against you. <sighs> like I said, there's not one thing. I started to... I can't even say that. I mean, we went to counseling. This is years. It took years. <laughs> Talk about it. it. it That's the years. point. Talk yeah. about it. Yeah, it we, took took years. Said, we, um, that, that happened. She had to move back to South Carolina, or she decided to. She might not have had to. She decided to move back to South Carolina and threatened me with all kinds of stuff, even though, she, like I said, she wasn't letting me talk to him. She wouldn't answer the phone calls and stuff like that, or if she did, she would make me... Basically, she would like do things like put me on speakerphone or, or stuff like that. You can tell that she was standing right over him when we talked or whatever the case was. <laughs> Moved back and I guess she was having financial difficulties and she started to threaten me with child support and stuff like that. Oh, and uh, over this whole time, I was sending money. I was sending money to them. There was never no issue. Like I would t take money out of my check and I would send it to them. Like every couple of weeks or whatever the case, every time I get paid, I would send money, some money to him. So there was never an issue with needing money or nothing like that, or me not financially supporting my child. She uh, was having financial difficulties with her apartment, and all that stuff. So I said, just let me keep our son for a little while, if that'll help you, whatever the case, till you get on your feet. And she did. She let him stay. With my uh, parents, I didn't have a house at the time, and I was working on the road. So he stayed with my parents, and then when I would come home from off the road to spend time with him and stuff like that. Over this whole period, I would never uh, keep her away from him or stop her from talking to him or, or any type of, you know what I'm saying, attempt to get in the way of their relationship at all. I would actually bring him to her, bring him to see her and all that kind of stuff. If she didn't have a car or whatever the case may be, I'd make sure she saw him. She'd be upset, couldn't see him or whatever the case. I'd make sure she saw him and stuff like that. 
Um, long story short, I don't even want to put that value. We're going to edit all that stuff out. I really don't even want to add that because it's all like rambled and jumbled, I feel. Just listen to it and see. Let's see. Well, where was that? Hmm. When the foot basically, so basically, you're saying when the shoe was on the other foot and you had him, there was never a time that you did what is being done to you. You've yeah, never. No, I'm not that. Kept, I can't. I mm-hmm. can't even do it. I still am trying to figure out how somebody can do that. Like, mm-hmm. period. How can they do that? Like, people like to play the victim. Like, there's <laughs> rather keep up a facade that. You had a child with a bad person or something like that, or like you're a struggling single parent, but like you're putting that stuff on yourself. Um, yeah, like, uh, like, because the single parent thing. So, like, I, I, I've said I was a single parent before, but now that I know what I know now, like, I was never a single parent, I was a single woman. You know what I'm saying? I was a single woman who was a parent, but I was never a single parent because Amir's father was always in her life. He was always there. His family was always there helping. you allowed them to be there. Exactly, exactly. And so my thing is like, when you say that you're a single parent or like you really a single parent, that um, are you really a single parent? And uh, um, because the person that you had a child with is choosing not to, but are you not letting them? Are you not letting like, them? So is, if you're not letting them, then you a single parent by choice. That on you. You're choosing to be a single parent. You're choosing to struggle. You're choosing to do that. If you're not allowing the person to, to see their child. Now, if you got to now not to say that there aren't any men out there that are bad dads and who don't take care of their kids intentionally. Not to say that that because no, they are some of, of those too. Of there's, there's lots of them. But be real about your situation. Yeah. Like why Why are you in the situation that you're in? Be real about it. My situation is more of an emotional thing. I have a person that's, that's angry with me. For some reason, whatever the case may be. And they're trying to use our child against me. Well, we kind of know what the, what the reason is. Yeah, we do know what the reason is. We do know what the reason is. And that's another question. How do you I was deal gonna, with it? How do you deal with it? That's another right? question I was going to ask you. Like, you know, do you think, just as hypothetically, do you think that you would be going through the same thing if the person you didn't end up being with wasn't me? I don't know. And I'm not even going to speculate like that. I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm pretty sure. That it would not, be the same, and not, and not might not be exactly the same. But I don't know. I don't even like thinking like that. What? That's some. I don't know. What ifs and all that stuff. I'm not even gonna speculate on that. It is what it is now. This is the way it is. Wait, yeah, but we know why a lot of the the hatred it why is there, and I mean you can't you can't tell a person when and how to heal. Um, no, but. When you have a child, it's, I mean, yeah, that, I know you're, that. You're and making that... a child suffer. And this is what the problem is. All right. The problem now is that my child is acting out in school. Fast forward. My child. Because he is a, he is a little boy. He is a growing boy. And 
he doesn't get to see his dad. I mean, there's, I'm pretty sure there's more reasons than that, but that's one of the main reasons. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, I don't. At this point, I don't make any calls. I don't. I don't uh, engage. I don't bother and all that stuff. I decided, like you said, why? Well, when did I decide to stop letting it? What affect me? What? what, what when did you basically like I'm not going to allow her to use to use my son as control over me mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know when and and how, like like when did you set that boundary like how did you set that boundary I don't know that's a tough question I have no idea it's over time now because I mean it still bothers me now a little bit it's just a matter of I don't know. It still it still bothers me. I just don't. <laughs> I've got. But lots be, of but before it would bother you to the point where you would like backslide, like you say, do mm-hmm. things you know you weren't supposed to do, or yeah. you would like, you know, your whole like, you know, let's be honest, like you know, using uh, drinking and all that stuff, like just like just being, not not taking care of yourself, not loving yourself, because of all the things you were feeling. From going through all of this, you know, toxicness with that, right? Yeah. Tell me if I'm wrong now. Let me know. No, I guess that's that's what the case was. Yeah, I was I was depressed. I was depressed, Mm -hmm. worried about because I wasn't, you know. Mm -hmm. Mainly, like I said, the main problem was is worrying about what other people think. Mm -hmm. That was one of the main issues. I used to, I don't know, it used to really bother me, my appearance to other people, like how it looked. Like, I was not doing, I'm not, you know, I'm a deadbeat dad, yada, yada, yada. I don't spend time with my kid. Uh, I used to worry about what he thought, that, you know, his dad doesn't care about him, his dad doesn't love him, yada, yada. I used to think about all those things. What made really made a turnaround is, I said, one of the few times where she did let him spend some time with me, or whatever the case. And he would come over and he would act no different <laughs> than he would, you know, any t- other, other time he see me. He'd just be happy to see me, happy to spend time with me. And we would talk and have fun like, you know, it wasn't no other thing. Uh, I started to realize that kids don't care about all that other stuff. Like all these, these lies, yeah, these, these things that people say. A, a lot of it I was feeding into what she used to say to me. Like she used to say things like, uh, you don't call and all this stuff. This is why this and I'm a bad parent. And then I would try to do it, and then it would be the same thing over again. I would call. I start calling, and she wouldn't let me just talk to him. Or she somehow it would always turn into an argument. She'd start talking, and she'd have something, be mad about something, and I don't know, interject, get on the phone, and hang up on me, or you know what I'm saying, start sending texts, asking for things and all that. But. No, like even like the the child support thing. So like I wasn't on child support. I w- I could never see my son freely. It was only like when she allowed me to see my son, which was very rare, or allowed me to talk to him, which was very rare. After we decided to get married, is when she decided to put me on child support. Yeah, <laughs> that's what um, I'm saying. Like that, like a lot of I feel like and tried to try to make it seem like. Uh, she wouldn't let me see him because I wasn't giving her enough money. That was like that was that was one of the first excuses for not letting me see him. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, we got married, and then she puts me on child support. 
And then I'm like, well, you're getting money now on a regular. They're taking it out my check. And you're still not letting me see him. So what's the excuse now? Mm -hmm. And the excuse was she didn't want him around me. Yeah, she didn't want him around Mm -hmm. you, which Mm -hmm. there was never a problem. No, because I've always... I've I've never looked at Anthony any different. I've always treated him with the respect that he should have. I've never had no type of um what's the word I'm looking for? Animosity or Yeah, anything? no animosity nothing, none of that. Like if I went shopping for for Amir, I went shopping for him. If if um, if he was at the house, if Amir ate three, four, five times a day, he was eating three, four, five and times a day. It was always like that. It was never a problem. And never. He, and that's why he treats you like he does. He treats you just like another mom or whatever mm-hmm. the case. And mm-hmm. I mean, and it's I don't know. It's really aggravating. Yeah, and I mean, I like well, like I said, I told you before he left, I had a conversation with him. And um, the last time, yeah, the last time. Oh, because he did. He came she, and hang with us. Him, for she the let summer. him spend the time over the summer mm-hmm. with us this summer. Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure there was ulterior motive, but it doesn't even matter. I mean, it doesn't matter. We did get to spend a whole a whole summer. What two months? Mm-hmm. You uh, got a whole two months. I, yeah. I've seen him for like about yeah. a month. Well, he got to spend a whole two months with me mm-hmm. this summer. Mm-hmm. And um. Even when, because I don't, because I don't know what's being said, but I'm pretty sure it's nothing good to him about me. Because I, like I said, I know that, I don't know for sure. I'm not going to say I know for sure, but I can assume that the hate that she has for me, she wants to put that onto him. Because that's what people who um, hurt people hurt people. So that's what they they tend to do like oh i don't like this person you're i hate this person like you're not supposed to like them either and so i'm pretty sure um that things are being said to him about me or that you know maybe saying that i hate her and all this this that, and third um and that's why i had the conversation that i had with him before he went home like i, t- I like i explained to him like hey i i understand what you're going through as a kid like i get that I was like, I grew up, grew up without my dad. And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah. He was like, I didn't know that. And I'm like, yeah, I grew up without my dad. So I know how that feels. And I also told him, I was like, I don't hate your mom. I have no problems with your mom. I have no problems with her coming here to pick you up. I have no problems if if she needs to do something or go somewhere, go out of town or whatever the case may be. And she need someone to get you i have no problem getting you or if you say hey i want to go to daddy house if you say i want to go to my dad house and your dad can't get you i have no problems making arrangements where i can get you like i have no problems with that so i don't ever want you to think that i hate your mother and i told him there's no way that i can say that and at the same time say that i love him like i can't say i love anthony but then i hate his mom i can't do that because that is a part of him and I was just, you know, talking to him and sitting out talking to him about that. And he was like, you know, just looking at me and you know how he is. <laughs> you know how he is. Yeah. But, you know, like, like just like having that conversation with him because he's not 
he's a smart kid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think people underestimate kids and what they know and the and things they they're, see they're paying attention and, and what they're, they're paying attention. Yeah. yeah, they're paying attention to everything. Exactly. So if that's a memory that he can have of me and he knows and he feels that that's true, that that's then that's good. I'm good for it. I don't care what is being said to him about me. Yeah. See, that's really things like that is what what really was the tipping point. After I got myself together, like I said, I started to realize that a lot of these things are just imaginary or whatever. Like, you let your mind, basically, um, make matters worse than they really are. Mm-hmm. I say in my head, worrying about what other people thought and all that kind of stuff. I would uh, make everything worse, everything exaggerated. I said he would spend at the little bit of time that he would come and spend with us or whatever the case. Like you said, he would act normal. Like he would act like <laughs> like he was just, just here just happy, last yeah, last yeah, week. <laughs> just here yesterday. Like mm-hmm. and he's just happy to spend time with me and stuff like that. He still loves me no matter what. Mm-hmm. Whatever's being said or whatever the case is going on over there. Mm-hmm. And that uh, you know, and once I realized that, like I said, the truth is is really powerful. He spends time with with us and he realizes that Whatever's being said is BS. Not true, yeah. yeah, it's not true. Like, mm-hmm. no, that's not what's going on. And he's getting older, mm-hmm. so even more stuff is is he's he's paying attention to more stuff, and he's gonna be able to read in between the lines and mm-hmm. see the truth of what's really going on. So, um, but yeah, he is getting older, and. The hard part about him getting older and something that I realized as I was getting older and within the situation when I was growing up is that, yes, this person, like, I know this person and how she is, right? Mm -hmm. But she's still my mother and I still love her. And so you feel like you Mm -hmm. have to pick and choose or you have, you know what I'm saying? Like you feel like, like you like, like you are in the middle, but you like, like you just feel like you're in the middle, and you have to. I don't, I don't, I want to see my dad, but then I know if I do this, my mom's gonna be my mom's gonna be a certain way, and this is who I live with, and this is also my mom and who I love. So I can't just be like, well, my mom's she bugging. I want to go with my dad and not, and then not feel guilty about how my mom is feeling yeah. because that's something that my brothers went through when I started talking to my dad. So, you know, I started talking to my dad after Amir was born. And so I would try to get my brothers cause I wasn't living in her house anymore. My mom's house anymore. My brothers were. And so I would try to get them like, Oh, daddy's doing this at his house. Y'all want to come. And you know what their first thing would say? They say, they would say no. Cause I don't want to hear mama mouth. Yeah. Because they know it's going to be some P.S. And so him being even younger and not having the power to, you know what I'm saying, to do his own thing. As he gets older, that's going to be the conflict that he's going to have. It, Unless he's like a person that don't he's, care. He's a completely <laughs> different person. I don't know. And like I said, you have an insight on some of these things that I don't have. I didn't have to deal with stuff like this. Because my parents were together. Mm-hmm. My dad had children before he married my mom. And... I'm sure he had problems. He had lots of problems and stuff like that. I don't know if there was... I have no idea. He, I'm pretty sure there were lots of problems that uh, my dad dealt with. But all of us, all of my brothers and sisters are on talking terms. We can talk. We spend, we know each other. We spend time, spend time with each other. We mm-hmm. all love each other. So, I mean, there's no, no difference. We don't look at no stepbrother, this and that and all that. It's all the same. 
Um, the thing is, I said, when you do these things to children, you're damaging them. Basically, you when, when, when so. you when you alienate a parent, especially if it's not. You know, there's one thing when you when you when have a parent. child when you have a child with somebody who doesn't care. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they're not trying to be in a child's life. That's mm-hmm. one thing. That's or a whole different if situation. their parent is themselves toxic and doing yeah. things around that child that is not safe that's, for them to be yeah, around that that's, child. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. This is not that situation. Mm-hmm. This this whole thing is about. I don't know. I mean, like, what do you what do you say? It's about it. Baggage holding yeah, on to holding on to the past. Upset holding on to about the past, the past. Hate for me. She doesn't she like like and all of that accounts out to holding on to the past. Yes, we are thirty years old. We're on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, when is this stuff going to stop? I used to think like you know, hey, she'll grow up. She'll grow up. Again, you can't like people. Some people carry baggage for the rest of their life. Yes. So I'm not going to put a time on it. Exactly. Time on. People will carry it for the rest of their life. I've I've come yes. to the point where I'm not even looking forward to. Or ever growing up, mm-hmm. I said I've at this point now. I'm at the point where I don't call anymore because every time I attempt to, it, it might be cool for a couple times, and then it's always going to turn into some type of argument. She's going to try to impose her will and talk on the phone. Like I, I, if I call, I'm calling to talk to my son. I'm not calling to bother about anything that she got going on. Like I said, our relationship has been over for a long time now. I don't call. To to bother her, I, and at the same time, I don't have any hate for her. Like I don't want to argue nothing. I don't. I don't like arguing with people. If I call her phone, I'm calling to talk to our son. And that's it. Not calling to argue about anything. If there's something to talk about that needs to be talked about, I'm cool with that. But then, uh, you know, what I'm saying starting a fight with me or something like that. I'm not down for none of that. So, in the past, it has showed me anytime I call. Is going to lead to some type of argument somehow. And I'm not an argumentative person. I don't have arguments with anybody else on a regular basis. So I've decided at this point not to call at all, even if it's for my son. I've talked to my son about this. I've told him why I don't call. I have given him my number. He knows my number by heart. I told him he can call me at any time on anybody's phone. I'll answer if she calls, if the, if her number pops on my phone, I will answer the phone. I don't ignore her calls. I'll do anything. I'll, I'll answer the phone anytime he calls. But I rarely get. If I do get a call, it's from her, and it's usually him acting up, or I don't know. That's at this point. That's all it is about. At this point, is is usually him acting up or something like that. Or in that case where she did, she called and said, "What am I doing this summer?" And let me uh, take him for the summer. But like I said, these are far and few in between. But lately, I, I'll get a call when he's acting up in school. And then she wants me to, to discipline over the phone or something like that. I don't do that. Because my, my power as a parent has been diminished over years. Like, I, I can't play part-time daddy or part-time discipline. I don't, I don't do even that. Like, I don't... My whole view on being a father is com- completely different. Than what it was when you started, when I started. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like I said, that right there, like even discipline and stuff. If oh, my son is ten years old, and my authority, my any any type of power that I have as a father over my son has been diminished. Like I don't, we don't, 
our relationship is cool. Like when he's with me, it's cool. Like he he calls me dad. You know, we we have fun. There's rarely and he really rarely gives me any um trouble. Trouble, yeah. Like he jokes a lot and all that stuff and plays around a bit too much. But that's like normal kid stuff. Mm-hmm. As far as discipline and stuff, like he doesn't do too much and he listens. He will listen mm-hmm. if if he does something wrong, he'll listen. He doesn't give me much trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Like I said, if he does something over the phone, like his, his mom calls me about something, oh, he's acting up or whatever. Like, what am I supposed to say? Mm-hmm. Like, there's certain things I can't say over the phone. Like, you don't let me spend time with him. What am I? I'm not going to. Because even if I do say something, it's going to go in one ear, not the other. other. You're yeah, not going like, to pay me no attention. Yeah, I'm not like, there. I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm not there. Like, what can I do? Mm-hmm. And then I can't, I can't enforce anything as far as how he acts on a day-to-day basis because, because I don't have any power like mm-hmm. what do what you let me speak to him once every couple months if that mm-hmm. and then like when he acts up you want me to <laughs> do something about it like what can I do mm-hmm. like the, like the last situation she called about he, he acted up in school he threw a chair at school and this is what last week he threw a chair at school and threatened some kids that he was gonna kill them he threatened to, to kill some kids at school and she calls me and wants him to talk to me and he won't say anything. So she calls me, she FaceTimes me. And the whole time they're like basically going back and forth. He's growling at her, yelling at her, and they're going back and forth. And I'm just like sitting here observing her. Like, what can I do? I can't say anything. I can't tell him to you know, stop, stop. Like what like I have no power whatsoever when it comes to what's going on at their house. Mm-hmm. So what am I supposed to I just look at this stuff. And at the same time, like, all the bad shit, all the bad stuff that she's done to me, I don't like seeing that. I still don't like. I don't enjoy mm-hmm. seeing her suffer or him suffer. But it's like, what What am I supposed to do? And then I try to talk to her about letting him spend time with me, letting him spend more time so I can get that influence over him when he when he acts up, you know what I'm saying? Spend, let me spend more time with him. She comes up with excuses for why he can't spend more time with me. Mm-hmm. Every excuse in the world, why why she won't let him get me. I asked, ask, can I get him every other weekend, every two weekends, and I get ignored. Mm-hmm. I get hung up on. She, she's trying to convince me that there's something wrong with his brain. Trying to put him on pills, medication, ADHD medicine, or whatever the case <laughs> is. That's a whole nother thing. Last time... When I decided not to call him more, when I decided that I wasn't going to be calling and, and and trying to to talk it out with this woman was when she decided to try to dose my boy. I don't know how, how she said it, to try to medicate him, try to medicate our son mm-hmm. against my wishes. When I begged her, I begged her not to put this boy on medication. Just let him spend some time with me. Spend more time with his father. She called about, this was oh, almost a year ago. It might have been, I don't think it was quite a year ago. Mm-mm. Where, like I said, the only time I get calls from them is if there's some kind of behavioral issues or whatever the case. So he's acting up at school and she's telling me that she's taking him to therapy and all kinds of stuff and um, the doctor recommended he, she put him on ADHD medicine. 
I've read books. I've done a lot of study on. I, I was going to go to school for pharmacist to be a pharmacist. And once I realized with the medical field and big pharma, yeah, big pharma's doing making a, a big business out of people's sickness and stuff. I decided against it. <clears throat> so I've done some study. I'm by no means a professional or anything, but I've stu- done study on on um, how these pharmaceutical companies work. So I begged this woman not to put my son on medicine. I don't know how to end the conversation. When I might have got hung up on I don't remember. <clears throat> Fast forward. I'm working. Like I said, I work on the road. And I happen to be passing through the town that they live in on my way back home. So like I said, I don't usually call, but I decided against my better judgment to give her a call. And like maybe I can see, maybe she let me see my son on the way back home. About that a was year. right before school started. Yeah, so over, about a year ago. All right, she answered the phone and she did let me see him. So I, I rode over there, and this is what she says. On my way over, she gives me a call and tells me she needs me to go to Walmart to go pick up some medication for him. He was having a um, um some kind of problem. So yeah, she needs to get antibiotics or something like that. So she was like, yeah, there's some antibiotics for him. Oh, and I want you to pick up. Is ADHD medicine? I feel like that was like a mind. Like that was mind. Be, excuse my language. That was mind fuck. Yeah, that's <laughs> mind just fuck. one of one of many. Mm-hmm. So again, like I said, one of many. So she tells me after, like I said, this is after I begged her not to get this medicine mm-hmm. and not to put this boy on medicine. Just let him spend more time with me. She goes and does it anyway. So she goes and gets the medicine. She not only no, she tells me to go get the medicine. Major mind fuck. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Tells me to go get the medicine. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking in my head, she wanted me to go get it before I go pick him up. So got off the phone with her and I'm thinking, All right, what am I gonna do now? What I decided to do was go pick him up before I go get the medicine. Mm-hmm. Move real quick. And that's what I did. I went there and was like, Oh, uh, yeah, I wanted to see him first or whatever the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She kind of was against it, but he had already seen me. He was like, yeah, I want to ride. So I was like, come ride with me to the store. So we rode to the store, and I went and got the medicine. I was thinking all kinds of stuff. I was going to take the medicine. I was going to flush it down the toilet, get the medicine with a flush it down the toilet, do something crazy. But I said, you know what? She can just go back and go get more. It don't matter. So what I did was I took him in there in the store with me. I got the medicine. I talked to the pharmacist. And like I said, it was two different medicines. It was a, uh, one was an antibiotic or whatever, and the other was uh, the ADHD. So I, when we got in the car, I looked him dead in his eyes, and I told him what was going on about the ADHD medicine. You got, you got two different kinds of medicines. And I took him out the bag. I let him look at both of them. And I told him, I showed him which one was the antibiotic. I showed him which one was the ADHD medicine. I said, whenever you take pills or whatever the case, there's side effects that come along with these pills. All right. There's, there's one pill is the antibiotic. It's for your infection or whatever you got going on. It's supposed to make that better. This other pill is, uh, it's going to mess with your brain. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
this is some kind of pill that's going to going to dull your senses and mess with your brain. They're, they're trying to numb you, numb you, slow you down, whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. Your mom can't control you or whatever. I didn't even use these words. I didn't say that to him. Mm-hmm. But this is what I'm thinking. You know, this is all a control thing. So I'm like, this thing is going to mess with your head. I told him that anything that you put in your body, you need to know exactly what it does to you. Mm-hmm. Anything, any of these medicines, I showed him where the name was. I showed him that he can look it up online because he's always online playing games, doing whatever the case. Look up anything that you put in your body online before you do it. I showed him what the name was. We Googled it. I showed him the side effects and all the stuff that can happen to him. Um, and I told him if I do not want him taking this medicine. I know you live with your mom. Your mom's telling you this and that. Do not. I do not want you taking this medicine. Um, if you, you know, she tries to force you to take it, spit it out, whatever the case, she's going to make me take it. He was saying, she's going to make me take it. And I told him, this is your body. I know it's just a tough thing. I'm not telling you to disobey your mom or nothing like that, but this, is, this thing can damage your brain over time. I've seen what it can do to people. It turns them into zombies or whatever the case. If somebody needs it, that's that's a whole different story. You know what I'm saying? There are some people that maybe need it. I don't I don't believe in the ADHD stuff. That's just... A label. Yeah, they put on kids that behave the way they want yeah, them to. Yeah, that people want them to. Mm-hmm. No ADHD. You know what I'm saying? It's the kids that there's some kids that are are, are active been, over the all the time. And, and there have been studies that that show. And I wish I would have looked. I we'll didn't talk about this in a whole different episode. But yeah, like, but yeah. there are studies that show that they it's proven that they have over uh, what's the word medicated. Uh, they've they've over yeah, di- they, over diagnosed kids with uh, these things when they don't. Like they're they don't even have these things. It's just behavior. Like I said, we can we can have a whole separate. Um, conversation on, on medicine because, like I said that's just a tactic to sell more medicine it's a big business but anyway like I said I uh, explain everything to him whatever we go back to the house so I didn't even this wasn't even like an hour time that I got to spend with him as soon as we get back in the house I bring the bring the stuff back as soon as we get back in the house he tells his mom my dad said this medicine is going to damage my brain and she curses me out and basically tells me to get out of the house so that was the last time she, I saw him before the uh, this summer stuff mm-hmm. kicked me out of the house so like I said she called me last week because he's acting up in school again And I try to talk to her after after I seen the whole ordeal with them fighting and stuff, and she has it on Facetime. He's he's extremely angry. He's not listening to anything. They're getting physical. They're pushing and all kinds of stuff. And he's only ten years old. I uh, tell her to step outside so I can talk to her. I'm trying to tell her to let the boy spend time with me. She's saying, "Well, he spent the whole summer with you, and there's no change." Yada yada yada. And I'm trying to explain to her that one summer is not going to make a difference. I'm talking about letting them spend time with me on a regular basis. And she keeps coming up with excuses on this and that and just like saying things that don't make any sense. She's trying to tell me he's acting out because I don't call enough. I don't, you know, it's like a whole guilt trip. This is the thing that, that used to get me. And then at this point, I realize it's just BS. You don't call enough, yada, yada, yada. And I'm, I'm thinking, it's taking so much in me to say, you know, when I do call, 
you don't answer the phone or when I start calling you you some find some way to the Get on, you the get on the yeah, phone. Talk, I don't want to talk and, to you. Yeah. And it's not even that. I mean, if it was something about our son, and then yeah. But this is like she gets on the phone to argue or to try to assert some type of power over me. Like, oh, you need to be doing this and you need to be doing that. Like, since I'm on child support and stuff, there's no finances to talk about. You're getting money on a regular basis, whether I'm hurt or whatever the case is, and I can't afford it. They're taking it out of my check. They're, you know what I'm saying? You basically, they're stealing from me. So we don't talk about finances. There's nothing to talk about with finances. As, you know what I'm saying? I, I still go out my way, and I don't even rub that in her face. I don't even say anything about that. Still, I'm trying to console her and explain to her, just let them spend some time with me so I can influence, have some kind of influence over mm-hmm. the boy. Fast forward, she ends up hanging up on me, trying to convince me that there's something wrong with his brain. And I'm crazy for doing the thing I did about the pills for explaining to him what the medicine is mm-hmm. and what the side effects are and stuff like that. I'm insane for doing that. There's something wrong with his brain and he needs to be on medication. The medication will help. And she hangs up on me. I sent her a text saying that uh, I would like to take him at least two weekends out the, out the month. Mm-hmm. If that's cool with you, two weekends out the month, uh, or whenever he can, he's out of school, or you know, any kind of vacations from school and stuff, and I don't get any response back. So, I don't know. What I say is, is that people talk about karma and all kinds of stuff, and stuff like that, and don't realize even what karma is. Like they think it's something that, I don't know, some kind of I guess system. Like you do something and then years down the road or whatever the case, something bad happens to you, you do bad stuff. No, man. Karma is on a daily basis, a daily, whatever your action, it literally means action, what you're doing mm-hmm. on a daily basis. For years, this girl has been, this woman has been trying to use her son as a control piece to control me or whatever the case is or even just like trying to straight up basically lying to him there's no way that she can be telling him that I'm just keeping you from your father because I'm holding on to emotional baggage from years ago I'm sure she's not telling him that no but she's told him up the- that's what I'm saying is whatever it is she has to lie you have to lie to the boy but then she's also told him some stuff that he shouldn't even like the time she told him you said she told him something about Oh, the reason why y'all went together is because you cheated or whatever. Like telling him shit like that, like stuff that again, that, that a again, kid again. should no, had know Not, nothing about. No, and even as he has a right to know stuff like that. I guess he don't know nothing about relationships at this age. No, it don't. But still, that's a half-ass bullshit-ass lie. I mean, mm. regardless, you know what I'm saying? You're, you're saying what you want to say mm. about the situation. The yeah, because it's more. There's more than that. Mm-hmm. That was going on. Mm-hmm. And we can talk about that. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That's this is not the time. To talk. I don't want to mm-hmm. get into personal details. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What was that? Because I you're not. You're not the only one. I'm telling you. Yeah. My my dad went through this. Yeah, I know. My dad went through this. So I mean. And that was how long ago? Like, this shit is still happening. People are still doing... Women are still doing that. 
using people's kids against them and putting them on child support and still not allowing them to see the kids. My dad was on child support and I didn't, I, I took it upon myself to look for my dad. We're not able to look for him. And the worst thing about it, like you and, and your son are in two different cities. Yeah. Me and my dad were in the same city for years. Same city for years. And I did not get to see him. Yeah. And my dad did exactly what what you did or what you're doing. Like just just like my dad, he just gave up completely. He he stopped trying. He was paying child support. Yeah. And he just he stopped trying. And I remember the night that he stopped trying. My mom called the cops on him when he popped up at our new house. Like he that that was the night he was done. Mm-hmm. And I was in third fourth grade maybe and so he just like stopped completely and we were in the same city like less than 20 minutes away from each other where he was living and where we live let like 20 30 20 minutes from each other and never saw him now that's the bullshit but my dad he he just he just said get it and i when i um didn't really think about him much as I got older and I was a teenager. Didn't really think about my dad much. He um, came by our house once when I was in high school when my grandfather passed away, his dad, to tell us that our grandfather had passed. And I knew who my grandfather was because I remember going to see him every weekend because he was in a nursing home. We went to go see him. So it's not like he's telling us that this man passed away and I don't know who he is. Like I knew who this man was. Like it's my grandfather. I remember visiting him all the time. The boys probably don't remember, but I remember them. And told my mom about that. And she was like, I don't know. Ain't y'all not going? Still, still like years. I'm in high school. She still hates this man. Y'all not going. Yeah, he's like, that's like, what I'm saying. I don't, uh, looking at people now and all that stuff, I already know it's never going to change. Uh, I tried to I, friendly be friends and, and try to do that, man. All that's over with. I just leave you alone. Mm-hmm. If I'm that bad of a person and she tries to tell me I'm toxic and all kinds of stuff like that, and I'm like, I don't bother you. I don't get into anything that you got going on. All I care about is raising our son. That's mm-hmm. all I care about. And you're trying to make it out like I'm just, just some horrible person. This horrible person. But in actuality, it's you doing everything. It's like this is all you. You're, like I said, life is like a fucking, it's a mirror. You, you put in... All this stuff. I was just talking about karma. Like I said, you. I don't wish no bad on nobody, but this is just how things work out. You're doing bad things. You're doing horrible things to your son. You're basically saying that you're more important than your son. Your feelings and all that stuff is more important than your son's feelings. Mm-hmm. You don't care about your son's relationship with his dad. You would rather try to go take him to your friend's house, your high school friend's house. I'm not even talking about like no boyfriend or nothing like that. I don't care nothing about none of that. I'm talking about friends you went to high school with you're trying to make your relationship your your child's relationship with your friends from high school more important than his dad your child don't care about your high school friends he wants to spend time with his dad real talk i mean that's what kids want to do they want to spend time with their parents mm-hmm. you don't care nothing about your high school friends you're trying and you, they don't give a shit about you paying child support all yeah. they care about is your time your, your time. time that's it you 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 Again, trying to make me out to be some bad person. Like I said, I used to worry about this stuff. At this point in time, I understand that the truth cannot, nothing can trump the truth. Like your child is not going to, unless you ain't shit, 
there's nothing that can prove that you are if you're if you're truly doing what you're supposed to do as a father yeah i would do anything for that boy and he knows it because he spent it a little bit of time that he spent with me he knows it that his dad will do whatever so it doesn't matter what the the mom is saying the lies or whatever she's and especially now that he's getting older he's gonna start to see what's going on he says she's losing control she's losing control the boy's acting up and i'm trying to get her to just to do some rational things before it truly gets out of hand where either the state's going to medicate him or do something because he's threatening people at school or, or I don't I have no idea I'm hoping for the best but it's, it's really hard when when you're looking at your son going through these things and you realize that you really can't do too much of anything like uh, I what I mean people can say what you go get a lawyer Get get a lawyer in. Read my mind. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Stuff like that. I've tried that. It's it's funny how like I say in the state of South Carolina, you a woman can go down to the child support office and instantly just put a man on child support. No questions. You fill out a little form and then you can put a man on child support. But when that man asks for visitation rights or something, they act like they don't know nothing about visitation rights. They don't know nothing about oh we don't. We ain't got no information on it. We don't got nothing. We can't do none of this. We don't, you know what I'm saying? I asked, literally asked, how do I go about getting visitation rights so I can see my son? Because I, I'm trying to get it, talk to, to her to get visitation rights, but I'm, I obviously can't. I'm at her whim whenever she feels like letting me see him. So I asked for visitation rights. How, how do I go about, oh, you got to get a lawyer. We don't have, I said, well, do you got some kind of information, anything that I can get? No. We don't got no information here for you. You have to go find a lawyer or whatever. I've called lawyers and they're talking thousands of dollars and all this. I don't, they're asking questions like, where does she live? I don't have any addresses. I mean, now I do. I don't, I have to look for, I still don't got the address. No, because I've looked through the text messages. I don't have the address. I know the, the area that they stay in, but I don't know what school he goes to. I don't know none of this stuff. They're asking, and I don't got thousands of dollars to give to these lawyers to be playing around in court systems for them to drain me dry, and you know, turn me into a meal ticket. Basically, that's what this whole thing is about: making a financial game. Does the city or whoever else, lawyers or whoever, else, making money on an issue with my 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 child's mom, making an issue out of me seeing my son? I'm not gonna be nobody's slave. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's meal ticket or nothing like that. I don't, I mean, it's a really screwed up situation. But again, like I said, he, he knows that who his dad is. He spent some time, the little bit of time that he spent, like I said, every time I see him, we have a good time. He, he treats me like, I said, it was like, no, no, it wasn't three years since the last time I see you. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's happy to see me, just like I'm happy to see him. And we have good times. So if money wasn't an issue, you still wouldn't wouldn't get a lawyer and if actually money, fight no, for custody. If money wasn't an issue, yeah, I would. If I had an uh, uh, indispensable amount of money to just throw at, man, it wouldn't matter. Yeah, hell yeah, I quick. But again, the more money is, look at this isn't just an issue with somebody that don't have no money. Look at like famous people or whatever. Yeah, I know, they, I know. And it's more, even more money. They make, you know what I'm saying? They make, that's all More money, is. more problems. Yeah, they just charge you more. Mm. When you got more, they'll charge you more. Mm. Drain you. That's the whole point of it, to, to get some of your money. Like, use, it's, it's a really screwed up system. And it's stupid. It's really stupid. Especially when you got somebody that 
cares about the child. Y'all had a child together and they care about the child. They're trying to be there for the child. Mm -hmm. And because you're childish, you don't want to let them. You'd rather keep up a facade. Do anything that you can to keep up a facade. You would drug your kid. Try to, to, to convince yourself that your kid has mental problems. There's something wrong with his brain. You would rather convince yourself that there's something wrong with your child's brain than to let him spend time with your father. His father. His father to spend time with his father. That's crazy. That is insane. And any women that are doing stuff like that, they're going to get a problem back. You are screwing up your child's head. You are messing with your child. All right? You're, you're damaging them. More than you're damaging the father. I can agree with that. I am happy. I am extremely happy. I have a loving family. I have everything. You know what I'm saying? It used to really bother me a lot that this is going on. I'm still not happy that my son has to go through these things. But she is damaging him more than she's damaging me. I agree with that. She's damaging. I look at him. Like I said, I look at him. He's angry. You can tell when he when he's acting. I'm looking at him. He's angry. There's nothing wrong with that boy's head. I've spent the little bit of time that I've spent with him. I know that there's nothing wrong with that boy's head. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with him. He played too damn much. He plays a lot, but that's and he lies a little bit. But we working on that. But again, that's we were from working the, on that. That's the environment. <laughs> that's the environment. All these things are a result of the environment. Mm-hmm. They say you reap what you sow, no matter even what. Even when, even when I had to fuss at him about lying, like it was like it wasn't no, like he was like he didn't yell, he didn't get like he more so his feelings were hurt because I was fussing at him, <laughs> but he didn't like yell or like spaz out or just like you know what I'm saying like wasn't real mad angry, overly crazy. Or yeah, nothing. like no. he wasn't doing any of that. Like he just looked at me. And I made him tell the truth, and then he cried about it for a little minute. And Five minutes later, he's back this nigga normal. back playing again. Like yeah. you know, so it's like even with that, like me not being around him like that, and him coming here and just knowing, like okay, daddy and Toy ain't gonna put up with certain things or whatever. Certain things he won't do. Yeah, he's not gonna do here. And so like even when he lied after we already talked about, we already had a conversation about lying, and that was his warning. And then he did it again, so he got fussed at. And like I said, it was more so I think I hurt his feelings because I was fussing him because he just cried. And then like five minutes later, he's back doing the same thing, playing or joking or being Acting goofy. like nothing even happened. Like nothing even happened. So for him to act like that with her and then come here and it's not like that, like there's nothing wrong with him. There's nothing no, wrong with him. He's acting out for a reason. And mm-hmm. she knows the reason. That's what I'm saying. People that do these things, they know. Again, this, this isn't the rag on one person. Sharing an experience because there are mm-hmm. lots of people that do this, and you—if you are doing this, you need to be aware of what's going on. You need to stop. Like this, it's not—you're playing games with a human, child yeah, with a human being's life. You're not—you're—you. You're, the relationship between a child and their parent is a sacred relation. That's important. That's an important mm-hmm. thing to play games with that. And it contributes to the type of person that they will be. Yeah, you're harming your child. Like, why Why would you do something like that? Like I said, anybody that does that is proven that they care more about themselves than they do about their child. That's what the main problem is. You care more about you weren't, your, your feelings or whatever the case. Like I said, you're living in the past. Or not having that control. 
you care more about yourself no matter how you sugarcoat it or whatever you care more about yourself than you care about your child if you can't put aside how your feelings are whatever the case is like i said i dropped the relationship has been over for a long time i dropped all that i've done bad and vice versa but it don't matter even the stuff that she's done to me with my son i still don't you know what i'm saying like when she talk, i still talk to her like a human being even now to this day even after all the crap that she's done i still talk to her like a human being until she starts talking stupid and then i get off the phone i still i would rather not talk to her than argue and fight and fuss and all that stuff mm-hmm. i'm just not that type of person uh, so what why, i don't know like what would you say would need to change in the system like should we do away with child support no system's all fucked up but no I wouldn't say do away with child support I don't (sighs) even that child support the thing that is to support a child it's all it's all bullshit like in reality especially I don't know how it works it might work different in different states I don't know how it works across the country in South Carolina it's not to support the child the point of this thing is not for the child they do not care about your child at all the system does not care about your child Okay, the whole point of it is to put somebody on, on, I don't know, you want to call I hate that term, papers, putting them on papers or whatever the case is. The whole point is to, to basically make you another form of income for the state. That's all it is for. If it's, if you truly are having a problem getting finances for the child, that's one thing. Okay. If you can't get this dude to do nothing at all. Or whatever case and you got to show up physically yeah, show up or do nothing at all okay mm-hmm. that's one thing whatever mm-hmm. they deserve whatever the case is because they're not trying to do nothing at all okay mm-hmm. in that case hey it is what it is but if this system if this child support system cared about the child there would be some kind of of something to put in place to at least let the father some kind of rules to let the father see his child Mm -hmm. like make some kind of visitation rights why do i have to pay thousands of dollars to see my son but they can just take money from me at will and then technically if you paid a thousand dollars she still can play games and not let you see and then you have to spend more money to go back to court to get in order to file another it's not even guaranteed that's what i'm saying she can still play games and not show up or not do what she's supposed to do and you can call the cops but then that's a whole another thing the cops don't care they're what they're gonna write a report that's never gonna get filed or whatever the case is just Mm -hmm. gonna sit around and then what oh more stuff to the lawyer they have to pay more you know it's a game it's a a petty ass game that i'm not gonna play whatever like i said the fact that they're taking money from me it eases a burden so to speak now I don't have to talk to you about no money no more. Like, there was never an issue with her getting money. Unless she's talking to me wild crazy. Like, as far as, like, you know what I'm saying? She would say stupid stuff like, oh, you need to do this. I mean, like, talk to me like I'm some type of dog. Like, there was never an issue with me taking, buying the boy clothes. If ever, you know, if he ever needed clothes or whatever the case. Sure, let me know what he need or whatever. I'd go get it. No problem. But then she would, once she got angry about our situation, our, my relationship or whatever the case is. She would, like, try to talk to me like I'm a dog. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. You know, try to try to show off in front of her friends and stuff like that. And I would be like, you know, you're not going to talk to me like this. And I'm just going to give you money or whatever the case. If my son needs something, I'll get whatever it needs to be getting. You know what I'm saying? I'll get it. She put me on child support because we got married. 
now we don't got to talk about money no more. It made that easier. But as far as the system, uh, saying the system, sis don't give care. They don't care about her kids. I know that. If they wanted to make it uh, to make it better, they would make some. There would be some kind of implementation for the father to see his child. It would make that some kind of mandatory. As far as yeah, take the yeah, he has to pay or whatever the case. But then you know, he should be able to get two weekends out of the month. Well, y'all gotta the the arrange some kind of way where he can see his child mm-hmm. at least on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. That's not the case. All it is is a hey, you pay this money, you ain't got no rights. You know, they don't care about the kid. They making money off of. Taking money, any money that they take out my check, they're taking a portion. Now that I think about that, was crazy. My mom and dad was married. I don't know what it. it, (laughs) I'm just not thinking about that. I looked it up. I have no rights because I was not married to this woman. I have no rights at all. Which is even though my name is on the 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 birth Birth certificate certificate. and all Mm -hmm. this stuff, it do not matter in the state of South Carolina. All my Mm. the only thing I'm obligated to do or obligated is financial i am not allowed to see my son if she say that i can't see him unless i get a lawyer and we fight this through the court system whatever the case is if i'm wrong please correct me and give me some information point Uh me to the right lawyer do you think that um this has caused any type of burdens within within our relationship in the beginning Mm -hmm. a little bit only because of me though Mm -hmm. i would say because like I said I would do things and like I said there was a, a little bit of control because I would feel guilty for not being able to see my son or not being around I kind of feel like it was my fault whatever the case I, my relationship whatever I put my relationship at jeopardy and all that stuff to try to spend more time with my son even though I wasn't being reciprocated but um, at this point I would say no it don't don't matter it is what it is I do everything I can and since I've gotten to know myself and everything and comfortable with myself, I don't let things that I can't control stress me out anymore. Don't mm-hmm. They don't bother me. I don't like to see it, but I have no problem sleeping at night because I know that I love my son and I'll do anything for him. Um, as I said, if he... As he gets older and he cares about the truth, because still, even though I can do everything, and your, your children can still disappoint you, can still do things to disappoint you. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, if he he's getting older, if he truly cares about our relationship, I mean, right now he's a kid. It's not that important, or whatever. It's important, it's but important. it's important, but it's just a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? A child thinks about things a little bit different. They don't. I don't know how to explain it, but. If he wants to see the truth, he'll see it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I would not never. She can all the lies she can to tell all that stuff. She cannot say truthfully that I've ever turned down anytime to see my son. Or I've ever once, you know, oh, my son was supposed to go hang with him and he stood him up. Or you can never say that. Uh, you know, I asked him to go take care of or go pick up Anthony and he didn't do it. She can never say that. She can say it, but it will not be true. Mm-hmm. Anthony, if he wants to see the truth, he will see it. He'll see that the only reason that I have not been spending time with my dad is because my mom would not let him spend time with him. Mm. He'll see it. So I sleep easy at night. It doesn't, I wouldn't say, and you might have a different view on it, but I don't think it puts any strains on the relationship. Um, no, now, no. Like, 
In the past, yes, most definitely. Most, I like that was the only thing we ever fought or argue or broke up about ever. Yeah. Was was that like we didn't we don't argue we didn't then either we didn't argue about we much argue. that was always we argue <laughs> about nah, nah. who don't want us to do why well, about somebody not wanting to change stink poopy diapers yeah. <laughs> or who will cook dinner or, or who will cook dinner yeah gonna cook for dinner nah. <laughs> but like like no that was the only thing we ever um ever argued about or or me wanting you or me trying to tell you that. She was trying to control you like you didn't want to hear that at first or uh, or like just trying to get you to understand that you had to set boundaries um, and like just certain things or whatever. Like I felt like you thought I was trying to control you or I was trying to, uh, I don't know. I didn't trust nobody. That, but that again, that's a whole different story. <laughs> I was all messed up. There's lots and of so things. I felt like yeah. and I, I like. Like me and telling you those things, like I never told you that things because you know I didn't want you to spend time with Anthony or see Anthony, whatever the case may be. Like me as a female, I pep, I peep game. Like I knew what she was doing as me being a female, and also as me being being a person who saw someone do the exact same thing to one of my parents. So like I like I just knew. And then at the time you did like you you rather you were like fighting me on it and didn't wanna. It wasn't that like I said, there's is more to it. I, I'm not saying that you didn't see certain things and all that, but like I said, I I would struggle in my mind with how Anthony felt and stuff. I it's not I wasn't ignorant of what was going on. I didn't. Oh, she's not using me. It's not. I was never in delusion like that. No, mm-hmm. that wasn't the case. Like I said, I would I was so wrapped up in worrying about what other people thought. When they looked at the situation and and how my son would feel and stuff like that, I would just feel really guilty. Like, oh, I'm, you know what I'm saying? I could maybe it can, you know, work it out or do something else. I need to be there for my kid. I need to be there for my kid. But like I said, as time like I got grew older and wiser, you realize like that. Like I said the truth can't be. It can be hidden for a little while, but. It's only going to be short term. You can't. You got to keep up a lie. You have to keep it up. No matter what. You have to try to keep it up. Because the truth is going to show. If somebody's looking for it, it's going to show. You can try to lie all you want. You can try all kind of underhanded stuff. Anything you want, it's going to show. My recommendation is don't do that. If anybody's doing these things, playing these games, thinking it's going to make a change, or they, you know getting back at their baby daddy even though, or baby mama if the, if the I don't really like using those terms but if you're doing that to your child it's gonna come back on you because mm-hmm. you don't want your child to resent you no and they will because mm-hmm. the truth like I said the truth will be shown through they will figure it out mm-hmm. after a while no matter what it might take years but they will figure it out yeah all it takes is I mean now you know all a child got to do is just jump online and be able to find their daddy or their mama for real um but in my case like i knew um i didn't know exactly where my my dad lived but i knew where my grandmother lived and so i was like going like to spend time with her when i was in college like she lived across the street from the college so like on my break in between classes i would go chill with her or whatever um or I was just, you know, I just knew, you know, where she was. And so I was like, you know, 
let my daddy know I want to see him and the rest is history. But it took me being an adult. I was, what, 20 when I had Amir? And so that's when I decided to um, to reach out to my dad. You know, after I had Amir, I called my grandma. I was like, um, I got somebody I want y'all to meet. Of course, she thought I was getting married, but nope, that wasn't it. <laughs> I was like, you know, I got somebody I want y'all to meet. And my dad took me in the back room and we had a conversation. Um, he apologized for not being there. And now we thick as thieves. Like, you can't tell me nothing about my daddy. <laughs> and then he's been there and showing up for me and our kids ever since. If I need him, he's there. Um, but just, like, hearing his apology and then hearing his side of the story and then me having the memories that I may have, like, all of it makes sense now. And there was there was part, there's part to blame on both sides in their situation, but it all makes sense. And he told me he was like, he felt like, like when his kids got old enough, they would come look for him. Yeah. That that he just he like it was either um fight to see us or to be in our lives and and he'd do something that he was gonna end up regretting or end up putting him in jail for the rest of his life or just let it go and let his kids come to him. Yeah. I was a little bit more easier because, you know, as we all know, it's different for girls and their fathers. But with boys and their fathers, it's completely different than it is for girls and their fathers. So my brothers, of course, it took them a little while longer. And but you know, that that's I mean, how they it still happened. Have huh? That's it. They still got there. Yeah. They. Issues yeah. Exactly. And exactly. And so, I just I don't. Um, and that's why I don't want that to be the case with Anthony. But I feel like even the little moments that we do get with him. We have conversations with him. And I think that's what kids, like I said, get kids, people underestimate kids. Like, you shouldn't have those type of conversations with them. Yes, you should. You should have those type of conversations with kids. Either if it's giving them medicine, if it's, you know, conversations like what I had with him before he left, or the conversation that you have with him about, you know, the way, th- why things are the way they, like, yes, they need to hear these conversations now. Like, ain't no, there's no hiding certain things from them or, trying to make like certain things don't exist like no have these conversations it's important yeah. to have these conversations now don't wait until the child's you know what I'm saying 20 25 30 years old and now you want to have these conversations as to why things are the why things were the way they were like no have these conversations now because they're going to remember that stuff oh yeah they're going to remember a lot of stuff and they're going to have lots of questions like i said they'll be able to tell if you're bsing or whatever the case you can so you can, might be able to hold on while, while they're children, while they're little babies and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You can be at, but as mm-hmm. they get older, they're gonna start to see. Because even that, like, on. I didn't like had to like even now like put my mom in her place about certain things that she says that that she says about my dad. I'm like, like no, you're not gonna do that. Yeah, this is not like my dad don't talk bad about you. You're not gonna talk bad. Like you're not gonna do that. Or when she says certain things. And she's like, oh, well, I don't remember that. I'm like, well, you did that. And you said that. I remember. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you may not remember or you choosing not to remember. But I, as a child going through that, I remember it. I remember a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, so don't try to make it seem like it was this whole big thing where it's all one person's fault. Like, no, hmm. you had a lot to do with that, too. Yeah. Two sides to every story. So we're going to go ahead and jump into our segment. On the books. On the books. (laughs) (laughs) 
So my book um, that um, I chose for this episode, it has not to do about, it has nothing to do about baby mama, baby daddy drama or relationship. Well, it does not have directly. to do with, huh? Not directly. Right? Not directly. Um, but it does have to do about relationships and trauma. Um, this book was, was given to me um, by a friend. Um, I didn't um, even aware this book was a book. Um, it's called Peace um, from the Broken Pieces, How to Get Through What You're Going Through by Yolanda Van Zandt. I'm probably butchered her name. I'm, I apologize. Um, I knew who this author was because she has a TV show where she basically like heals other people. Um, like people come on her TV show and they, they come to her for healings to help with trauma in their life. Mm-hmm. So I knew who she was, but I didn't know that she had books. Um, and so I read this book. And this book um, talks about a lot about um, basically child trauma. Um, basically about child, child trauma, how we pass down, pass those traumas to our children, the trauma that we went through as children and how we like not really like how we want, how we know we have these traumas and we want to fix them and grow from them and not pass them on to our children. And at the same time, we still pass some of those things on to our children. And so just like figuring out how to fix those pieces from you, how to, how to find peace within your broken pieces. Yeah. Um, and so it was a really, really good book. Um, I, I fell in love with this book. I'm actually have a couple of her other books on my reading list that I want to read. Um, but I find this to be a very, very good book. I would even suggest that, uh, his mom read this book. She might, Get something from it but it's a really good book anybody and, huh anybody anybody but it, like it's a really really good book um and one of the um, one of the um, i'm gonna say a, a part of the book that really stuck with me and it stuck with me because i felt like it it was valid for me in being a mom now Um, And it says, we want so desperately to be where our children are, to understand what they feel, to do everything possible for them. However, we must know our limits. Often there comes a point when we simply do not have what our children need. And that hit me like a ton of bricks, right? Because one, me as a child, I felt like my mom wasn't the things I needed her to be. But then now me being a mom myself, I feel like I'm trying to be everything for my daughter, but having to realize that I don't have to be and she doesn't need me to be everything. And so that was a really, really good part um, of the book that I just fell in love with. It's a really good book. I think everybody should get it. We will leave links to the books that we talk about um, this episode, of course, in the description. So look for those and you, you know when you can get them. What's your book tonight? Um, yeah, I don't got no drama books neither or on relationships. I don't read books about relationships that much or I, I haven't anyway. I'm not gonna say I don't. I haven't. So one I would recommend is the thirty three strategies of war. Oh lot. By Robert Green. And it's not what you think it is, it's not. War can be looked at in different ways. Or whatever the case, not physical or it's not mental. Always, yeah, mental warfare or whatever the case is. And it's not just against the outside either. It can be 
mental warfare that you're placing on yourself. Yeah, internal. Like I said, I, a lot of my problems, a lot of the, the problems I was really projecting, it was on myself, really. It had nothing to do with what was going on outside. I would, uh, I was torturing myself, trying to, you know, following up with things that other people would say about me being a bad father, whatever the case, and actually believing that other people would think that, even though, you know, or even worrying about what other people think. Mm-hmm. Like, that's something I, I, I does not bother me at all. People are going to think whatever they want to think regardless. Mm-hmm. And the people that know you or know what's going on, they'll see the truth if they want to. And they can still think. And the whatever. people that matter. Yeah. And even the people that matter, they can think whatever they want to think. I mean, people, it doesn't, whatever people think does not matter. It doesn't really matter. There's, there's reality. There's reality outside of people's thought. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but one of the laws was um, amidst the turmoil of events, do not lose your presence of mind. In the heat of battle, the mind tends to lose its balance. Too many things comfort you at the same time. Unexpected setbacks, doubts, and criticisms from your own allies. There's a danger of responding emotionally with fear, depression, or frustration. It is vital to keep your presence of mind, maintaining your mental powers, whatever the circumstances. You must assist, resist the emotional pull of the moment, staying decisive, confident, and aggressive no matter what hits you. Make the mind tougher by exposing it to absurdity. Learn to detach yourself from the chaos of the battlefield. Let others lose their heads. Your presence of mind will steer you clear of their influence and keep you on course. Mm. So, I say it's a good book to read, especially if you're going through something or some kind of, um, well, how you say what, adversary or not even adversary, but like, you know, you have people testing you or whatever the case, you're going through something, even if you don't. This is, yeah, I life itself, it. like life or whatever. It doesn't have to be a certain person. Like I said, it could be yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, it's a pretty good book so far. <clears throat> so closing out, what tips would you have for fathers that are going through the same thing that you're going through? To... Um... I don't know, like... A, I said, what helped for me is to not overthink things too much and also not to even worry. Um, worrying about things is just basically letting your mind, um, letting your thought get out of control. If you're, if you're worrying about things, that's just thought. Your thoughts in your head going out of control. So don't worry about things. You, you deal with them as they come. Also, I said, if you're if you're doing everything that you can, um, to be there for your child and you have somebody just constantly fighting against you. Yeah. You're doing everything you can. If I mean if you're if you're not doing what you can, then that's a problem. Mm-hmm. If you're doing everything that you can, honestly, then what more can you do? There's nothing I mean, you're doing the best that you can. And it will show. That's okay. what that's what I would say. Like it'll it'll show. Well, as for me, I really don't have any issues with my child's father, and I'm not that type of woman, so I don't have that issue. But the uh, if you are a woman who is in a relationship with a man who has a child from a previous relationship, and you see him going through this, um, 
just try to be supportive. Um, I know, trust, it can be hard. It can be hard to see the child go through this. It can be hard to see him go through this. But um, just try your best to be supportive. Um, and I know sometimes you may feel like, um, like you have to be silent in certain situations. Because I've, I've felt like that where I'm like, okay, it's not my place to say anything. Um, but if you have a strong enough relationship, you should say something. Voice your opinion. Say what you have to say. And just and just be supportive of your husband or your boyfriend or whoever this man is to you. Or maybe it's your brother going through this or some or friend, whatever. Like, just try to be as supportive as possible. Um, and don't add to the stress, I would recommend. <laughs> because it, it's very stressful. You know what I'm saying? Some people are the opposite. They, You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, you yeah. You can have a partner yeah. that's, that's jealous of the situation as well. And then mm-hmm. you're dealing with it from both angles. Mm-hmm. So, I said, we don't have that problem. You, you are really supportive and helpful. But and I try to get him out of his stubbornness, stubbornness and and try to get him to, to call, to, yeah, even to though call he don't want to. And and just, like, just give him that push. Because sometimes they need that. Just give him... Yeah. Give them that, um, that push to show that you're supportive and you're there. And um, even when they don't want to, um, just try to get them to get them to do it. Because it's some it's not much that you can do. Like you can't, you know, you can't snap your fingers and, and wish it would be better. Um, so it's not much that you can do, but just be a supportive partner or a supportive friend. Um, That's and, a lot right there. Yeah. Just, you know, but sometimes I, I wish I could do more. Yeah, but like I said, if you do what you can do, then what else can you ask? Yeah. Well, anybody. this has been a long discussion, but I feel that it was very much needed. Very therapeutic. Is that the right word? Therapeutic? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> that has been all for this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. Make sure to like, share, subscribe, leave us some comments and share your stories. I yeah, would, leave us some way. comments. We want to hear from you all. If you are any of you are going through this, have been through this, can give us any t- any tips on how to further deal with this, please let us know. We want to hear from you all. You hear our story, we want to hear yours too. Yeah. Because this won't be the last talk. I'm sure we'll talk about it. Update. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for listening, loves. Go with peace and love. We're out.